when I sold my business in 2019, we sold it for a combined 321 million. So there was the financial success part, you know, but to me, I realized that's just a piece of it. Life is really about the habits that you develop. They run you. And most of us have these failure habits and it's about replacing them with success habits in these five core areas of your life. It is about the money in some regard and having goals and having a, it's okay. If you want to be a billionaire, that's fine. Like, but you need to have it for the right reasons. And you need to know that like, you're not trying to fill a void, but that you already have that void filled with these other areas. You know, you're, you're, I call it firing on all cylinders. You've got a healthy mindset. You've got a good, you've got good relationship. You've got your physical health is, is rocket. Uh, your emotional health, stress, like and you, you, you're enjoying life. You're, you know what your passions are and you're proactively scheduling those into your life. Life is gonna give you challenges, struggles. It's gonna force you to face your fears. Even though these may feel like your worst enemy, in truth, these are actually your greatest allies. My name is Lance Isios. Welcome to the University of Adversity. What's up everybody? Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here today. I just want to say thank you to everybody who came out for the University of Adversity Summit. It was an absolute blast. And I'm so grateful for everybody that that uh, that joined. And the replay will be for sale. We'll let you know about that. And it's just been amazing putting that together and just getting to connect with all the amazing guests that we've had. You know, I was only able to connect with 30 or so out of the 315 or 320 that I've had the honor of connecting with, but we'll do these, we'll do it again and we'll get more people and eventually, you know, I want to do it in person. So anyways, I appreciate you guys. Welcome back to the show today. Our next guest, his name is Will Moore. He is a dynamic entrepreneur, speaker, life coach, and happiness expert. After exiting his delivery startup for nine figures, some Will realized that true success is not just about finances, but nurturing and finding balance in the five core areas of life we all share. He's now dedicated to helping others become entrepreneurs of the most important business they'll ever run, which is their life. Using the latest science technology combined with universal principles to gamify the process of leveling up. This was a great conversation we got into habits and how important they are. You change your habits, you change your life, how to gamify your life, and the key five core areas that we need to focus on. And this was a really um, short and sweet conversation. Only goes about 30 minutes, but it was jam-packed powerful. So if you guys get value from this, share this with somebody that you need to, that you feel needs it. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please do so. Just go hit subscribe. And if you guys do feel like it, leave us a review, share it in your Instagram stories. It's always greatly appreciated. We're also available on YouTube. So enjoy the episode. Will more coming right up. Here we go. Will, welcome to the show, brother. Party. Let's do it. Lance. <laughs> Dude, for all of us who don't, who haven't got to know your work yet, don't know about your backstory, walk us through how you got to where you are today, start wherever you feel is the best at pulling out the most value about from your story and your journey so far. That's a good, that's a good way to ask it. Cause you know, my ADD brain, sometimes I'll start like, you know, a little early, 
Like when I was two and you know, there is, there is value. And I mean, my early story, I'm going to sum up my early and kind of get to the meat. So just as um, parents were hippies, uh, like the real deal hippies, not, not like, you know, like everybody's parents are hippies. Like mine, you know, they smoked at the ganja and they, my, I was born Rocky Clay Wooten Thomas Moore. My sister was born, my older sister was born Puff Sunpath Moore. They lived in Haight Ashbury. My sister lived in a van for the first couple of years of her life. Those kinds of hippies, right? Uh, but ironically, they both come from very structured backgrounds. My grandfather, actually, on my mom's side, was a general in World War II uh, for and the Korean War. He actually boycotted the wedding. They did not speak for about 10 years because she went off and married a hippie, right? Um, so we were actually in, a, in not a very nice area of Hawaii. People think of Hawaii, vacation, like Maui, all this, but there's there's bad areas everywhere. We were actually the only white kids in our, in um, in the local schools. And we just were kind of outsiders. We were, we were termed howlies is what they call, white, white outsiders, unwanted outsiders. Um, it's kind of funny. I actually have a picture of, um, well, we don't have mine, but we have my sister's where it's just like, she just stands out like a sore thumb, like this white hair and, you know, the, the, and, and the rest of her class. So struggled a bit. My mom was an alcoholic. She had a verbal, she had a, she had a temper physically and verbally. Um, my dad left when we were about, they got divorced when we were two, he went on a trip around the world. Flash forward when I was seven, you know, it was pretty tough. So my mom financially needed help and she moved us to DC, but that's in Maryland to be closer to her parents. She reconciled with her parents and um, kind of, I saw this whole different side of kind of structure. And I was like, hmm, I kind of like this uh, versus, you know, shoulder length hair. But again, coming in, I was still, I was an outsider once again, because I had like shoulder length hair and these overalls and you know, I, I just, I, I talked pigeon. Like I, I literally spoke the local language, which is it's called pigeon. And these kids were like, who is this fucking kid? And my name was Rocky, you know? So everybody was like, of course, come on, Rocky, let's fight. Meanwhile, my parents are like, oh, it had nothing to do with the name of the movie that just so happened to come out the same year that I was born. They're like, no, we just like that name. I'm like, yeah, you guys were smoking. You probably saw a commercial for Rocky. <laughs> um, so I didn't, you know, flash forward now again, I get to college. I just, I never really fit in. I never felt like I fit in and I was super insecure. I was one of those typical, your typical victim all up in my head, like convinced the world was out to get me. My brain was broken. I would have traded my brain for anything in the world. Um, you know, fear is what guided me. And I serendipitously, and then like, I kind of had this moment where I was like, if I could just get into a fraternity, like fresh start, like, and I didn't get into, I was like the only kid in my hall not get into a fraternity, which I know a lot of people were like, oh, you didn't get in fraternity, white boy problems. But at the time it was a big deal. It was traumatic. And it was like, okay, my fresh start is like ruined. I hid in my room when they were like announcing the bids because I didn't get one. And everybody else was like running up and down the hall and screaming and like people were like knocking on my door. And I just like cried and it hit. And I was just like, my life is over. All right. This was like my chance to start over now four more years. And I didn't get into fraternity. I'm basically going to be a leper yet again. Uh, I serendipitously discovered a book by one of my professors and it was called how to win friends and influence people. He was somebody I idolized and he's like, oh, I read this when I was a kid. I immediately went to the library. I devoured it. And I was like, all right, there's a different way to look at the world. I'm going to go ahead and reinvent myself. And I made it like my mission right then and there to, cause I was like at my rock bottom, I was basically suicidal. So I was like, there's no, 
I can't go lower from here. And I'm just going to throw myself in. And I just became an insatiable self-help beast, literally reading book after book, uh, taking notes, using myself as a human science experiment, seeing what worked, what didn't. And just one day at a time, just using the law of compounding and just improving my life in these different areas. Um, and then flash forward now, 25 years later, I'm, you're, I'm a growth owner. I can honestly, that's what I call, you know, the opposite of a fixed victim. I'm, I, I know that I have everything within me to kick ass, take names. If I don't know how to do something, I, it's not, I suck. I'll never be able to do it. It's I can't do it yet, but I'll get there. I'll figure it out. I'll fail forward. And I'm not going to dwell on my failures. Failings, failings mandatory, giving fear the finger and just becoming bigger, better, faster, stronger every step of the way. And I wouldn't train my brain now for anything in the world. Nothing. Uh, not a billion dollars. Whereas back then it was like, please, Lord, just give me a different brain. So in doing all this, and I sold my business in 2019, we sold it for a combined 321 million. So there was the financial success part. Um, you know, but to me, I realized that's just a piece of it. Uh, there's, there's these other core areas of our lives. I learned all this stuff, you know, and I used these, these different systems and track, I tracked my own habits kind of along the way. And now I realize life is really about the habits that you developed. They kind of, that you develop, they run you. And most of us have these failure habits and it's about replacing them with success habits in these five core areas of your life. Sorry, that was, see, that's long. You I said pick it. out the best parts. Oh, what was that, I, like 10 I, minutes? I, it's, it's, it's all, it's all so important. And I, I really want to like dig into your success with your business and because a lot of people think that when you have that success financially, cause that's a lot of money, like, and then you can buy a lot of things, you can do a lot of things, but if you don't have that foundation within yourself, then you're just seeking, you know, the next thing. Right. So I really, really like to dig into that. What, talk us about like the true success. Like, what does that even mean? I mean, if you have all the money and you have all the things, what is the, what is the feeling inside that you don't have? And what, how has that changed since then? So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I always talk about the definition of success and even happiness is, is so distorted. And I do feel like, you know, the broke, we're in a broken system in terms of the influencers, you know, you're born, you get your parents and it's a crapshoot. Like you hope they have good morals and values and that they instill mm. those in you. But, you know, and then, you know, it's school, um, don't get me started on the education. Yeah. <laughs> They're not teaching things like emotional intelligence, how to be happy, how to balance a checkbook, basic life skills that we need to be happy in these five core areas I talk about relationships, and mental, physical health and mental and emotional health and stress and all these, but yet you're learning like advanced algebra and trig five, right? It's like, yeah, come on. Uh, then, you know, your peers, you just want to be cool and fit in with them. And, you know, the ones that are doing the wrong things are the ones that are cool. And, you know, then you get older and in media and, and, um, you're getting things bombarded from all over. So it's like, no wonder we have a distorted image of what success is. And yeah, most people equate success with financial. And as did I, at one point, there was one point, and I'll be honest, when I hit that rock bottom and I started to reinvent myself, you better believe there was that part of me that was like, I'm going to become so fucking rich. Yeah. And just everybody's going to be so mad that they were ever mean to me. That whole revenge story type thing. And I don't regret that I thought that way because it, it helped motivate me. Yeah, right. It drives it me you, right. To push myself step by step. But 
along the way, what I realized is, you know, and I remember I used to read books and I can just picture somebody listening to me saying this and being like, bullshit, because I used to read books and these guys would say the same thing I'm saying now. And it was like, you know, it's not about the money. And I'd be like, bullshit, it's not about the money. Yes, it's about the money. It is about the money in some regard. And having goals and having a, it's okay if you want to be a billionaire, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, but you need to have it for the right reasons. And you need to know that like, you're not trying to fill a void, but that you already have that void filled with these other areas. You know, you're, you're, you're I call it firing on all cylinders. You've got a healthy mindset. You've got a good, you've got good relationship with your, with your significant other, with your family, with your friends, with colleagues, acquaintances, you're building allies. Um, you've got your physical health is, is rocket. Uh, your emotional health, stress, like and you, you're enjoying life. You're, you know what your passions are and you're proactively scheduling those into your life. Um, you're giving back. Like if you're doing those, these mm. things, like it doesn't really matter how much you have. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but it's like, I'm to the point now where it's like, I had on my vision board, you know, and by the way, most, almost everything I put on my vision board, I got. And at one point I put a jet on my vision, mm. vision board and then it, you know, I, I started and then I, I got caught up in chasing and I realized I was, I was caught up in this rat race, like everybody else, like more and more and more. If only, if only I could have the Range Rover, right. Then you get the Range Rover. Oh, well, if only I could have the jet, that'll really make me happy. It's like, whoa, that's when things get scary and you're just going down a never ending chase and you got to realize like, okay, well, what do I need? Like what makes me happy? And, and the studies have been done. There's a certain amount of money that you get where it's, there's no incremental happiness after that. Sort of like once your needs are met, you got the house you want, you got the car you want to drive. It's good to be a little hungry and be like, well, you know, and chasing and have goals. Like you don't want to just be sitting on a huge pile of money because there is no such thing as winning the lottery and sitting on a, on a beach drinking pina coladas and being happy for the rest of your life. I hate to break it to the people, which is what most people like are like, that's all I want if I could just win the lottery, right? It's like, there's a reason there's that show called the lottery ruined my life. Cause if you haven't built out these other areas and you don't know how to manage your life and to continually grow and build momentum. And that's really what it's about. It's about continually growing and understanding these are the areas that make me happy and finding balance in them and growing. Um, then you're screwed. Yeah. So what I get from what you're saying, just for the listeners, it's like, no matter what you have to have like some sort of purpose where you're helping or doing something of value because you're right. I, you know, I haven't had that kind of money that we're talking about, but I can, I know that when you do get these things and you buy these things and you level up and you, you start to acquire these things, you're always still wanting more. And if you don't, you know, practice things like gratitude and you don't have a purpose and you don't have something that's helping others, then it just feels kind of like, well, what is the point, right? People always say, well, what's the point of life? What's the, you know, there's all those questions. And I, I, I think it's really just, yeah, it's helping. It's having that purpose. And then the, the money will be a byproduct of that, right? Yeah. You know, and, and I, I'm careful because money, I, I, you know, it's one of the core, it's, it's half For sure. Career and finances, but the key with that core, career and finance core, is doing what you love. The things that I always tell people: if you can combine what you're really passionate about, like what fills your soul, like when you're doing it, it doesn't feel like work, um, with what you're really good at, 
and, you know, figure out a way to outsource your weaknesses, which this day and age, there's no excuse to not be able to do that. There's no reason to have to have your weaknesses in whatever it is you're doing and suffer each day because there's, you know, plays Fiverr, Upwork. I mean, I, I've got a whole team of eight people and I've never met any of them. I mean, it's so easy. And I, I make sure I get like, I'm not good at this, so I'm going to hire you for this. Um, focus on the stuff you love, you enjoy, that you're good at. And it would, and, and like you said, you got to have a purpose, mission, goals, you know, goals are everything. And that's another thing they don't teach you in schools, really. Um, it's insane. Like without goals, I mean, every successful person that I've ever read about has had some form of goals, right? And that, to me, they need to be written and you need to have like long-term, mid-term, short-term, and kind of like an immediate to sort of keep you focused on like, okay, this is where I'm heading. Cause otherwise it's so easy to get distracted, especially in this instant generation we're living in. There's a million shiny bobbly things trying to get your attention, right? We got 18 streaming services, your phone, your tablet, your this, your that. And, and it's like, if you don't, if you're being pulled again, it goes back to that fixed victim versus growth owner. If you're just allowing yourself to be pulled in these directions, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to make progress. You're never going to grow. But if you take your life by the horns and say, okay, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. This is where I'm headed. It's going to be a rocky road. You're going to fail. You can't, you can't succeed without failing. Um, you know, you're going to have ups and downs. There's going to be obstacles. But if you look at it, like these are temporary roadblocks just getting in my way and I'm going to figure out a way to get through them. Um, persistence. That's it, man. Impatience. Everybody wants to click a button right now and just get their life solved. And, you know, and, and for the most part, you can click a button. And that was my old business that I sold for, we sold. It's a restaurant delivery service. You click a button, you get your food delivered, just like Grubhub, DoorDash and these things. So I get it, but you got to be careful. Just like Stan Lee said, with great power, there must be great responsibility. So just because you can do all these things, don't get complacent and don't get lazy. You got to hold yourself accountable and make sure you're continually taking action and working towards the things that make you happy. I love it, man, because you've created that success. And then, you know, now you're able to talk about, you know, look, this is, this is important. Money's great. Money's important, but like, let's get to the real core of that. And I love that because you can actually speak on that. You've actually created massive success and seen that world. And that's what I love about, you know, talking to you. And, you know, I, I really like how you started to talk about, you put everything on your vision board and all of that, you know, because there's a lot of people who say that stuff's bullshit. And they don't have any results. And they're the ones that are saying that these things don't work. Yet somebody who's created such success does. So what I want to ask you here, you talk about gamifying your life, the process, right? The five core, the five core areas. Walk us through your process of how you create success, gamifying it. Like you have the vision board, but where does it start? Like when you think of something, when you think of a goal or a vision, you know, what does that look like if you had to break it down in simple terms for somebody that wants to today, wants to be like, all right, he's done it. He talks about this stuff. You know, how would you do it? How would you simplify it for somebody? And would, would it involve new habits? Walk us through that. So, yes. Yeah, so this all started for me back in college when I was telling you back when I was like suicidal and, and your typical fixed victim. One of the early books that I read, very fortunate to have read it at the time, was called uh, it was, well, it was Ben Franklin's autobiography and he had this thing called the 13 virtues chart. Um, and bottom line, that was how it started for me, where I was like, I need a tracker. I need a system because if you don't write stuff down. Like I was just saying before, 
it's going to go right in your ear. Think, think about when you're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, you watch a quick video, you see a motivational quote. You're like, that's it. I am going to, my life is going to, that's what I needed to hear. Like until literally 0.3 seconds later, you scroll to the next image and it's gone forever. Right? Like if you don't write things down, you don't have a system to hold yourself accountable. You're, there, you're, there's no way unless you fall ass backwards into it. And then it's not fun anyways, because you didn't earn it. Um, and so it started with me, these 13 virtues. What he did is at the top, he put the days of the week. And then along the spine, he put the virtues that he wanted to, to, to build, which I've now called habits, basically virtues and habits, similar mm. type thing. Basically the things that he wanted to hold himself accountable and start doing. And so I built my little list. Um, yeah. And I'll send it to you and you can, it's kind of fun. I have it on, I think I have it on my website actually, where it's like, this is literally the very first version I ever did. And I've got my habits that down the spine. And then I've got my days of the week. And I literally would print one out for each single day. And at the end of the day, I would review it and I would check whether I did it or not. So I've got humble, mm. moderation, silence, frugality, efficiency, honesty, respect others, um, industrious, positive self-talk. Um, those are just some of them. And so what it does is it shines a big old spotlight on your life. And habits don't care if they're good or bad and hoping they're hurting. They're going to do their thing no matter what over time. And so... Like I was saying earlier, there's these failure habits most of us start to develop and we don't realize it and they're taking us down the wrong road. We're, we get caught in what I call your failure loop. And you, you know, you're not building happiness, you're not building momentum versus when you shine that big spotlight on them, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, okay. So this is where I wanna end up. And I have this other exercise, it's called the back to the future exercise where I literally have people flash forward and end their life. And I go, all right, where do you wanna be in your five course? Like, what do you want to be, you know, at your funeral, when you're being eulogized, like, what do you want people to say about you? Right. And to me, that's the best way to just get rid of the bullshit and the gray areas. I'm like, oh, do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? And that's like, whatever you want said at your funeral, because that, that's it. That's the end. There's no, right. And then you go back to your current and you go, all right, am I on track to do this with my current habits? And if not, you start literally picking apart each fail. I call them failure versus success habits. And your failure habits, you start saying, okay, which are the ones I want to replace? And what are the ones I want to, um, or excuse me, stop? And then what are the ones I want to replace with? And so this system I started all those years ago, then developed into a Microsoft Word document. Then it was an Excel sheet. And now I'm actually on the final phases after years and years um, of building an app that is going to truly gamify the experience. It's going to use the same dopamine hits and the same um, stuff that like when you when you're scrolling through social media and you're playing video games you know that the gamification in terms of um, the social connectivity the rewards um, that feeling of achievement the fun the play the graphics the excitement like why same reason people billion video games have become a gazillion dollar industry and we all know what's going on with social media did you see by the way uh, the social dilemma on Netflix yeah I did yeah, I did. Good. Wow. So then you'll know what I'm talking about in terms of there are the big companies to this point, the biggest companies are using the stuff I was just talking about, kind of like science, technology to leverage your attention for their well-being, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't think people like Mark Zuckerberg and Larry Page are evil people, Google and Facebook. You know, I think that they now, the, the, the genies let out of the bag 
They have a fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders to make as much money as possible at your, but using your attention, selling your attention mm. and your wellness and your happiness is nowhere in that equation, right? So what I'm trying to do is use that same science and technology and say, all right, well, let's get you addicted and let's get you to, but when you level up on screen, you're also leveling up in real life, right? So the idea is, and you know, this thing's going to, the beta is going to be ready in a couple months. So um, time will tell. And, and the whole goal of it is people from the get-go, they get kind of hooked and it shines a big old spotlight on their life. You're this rocket ship and you have these five core areas are, are the thrusters of your rocket in order to break what uh, you start on earth in order to break earth's gravitational pull. You have to very slowly, but surely start stopping your failure habits. And you start at one core at a time, one habit at a time and replacing them with success habits. And as you do, you start to slowly build up your momentum points and then you get off the earth and then you, you get to the moon and then you're off to Mars and Venus and other galaxies, solar systems. You're meeting aliens along the way who are giving you universal principles. You're fighting through asteroid fields. You're leveling up your ship. You know, it's got all those elements that I, I'm a gamer. So uh, all those elements I love that I get addicted to, I'm trying to put that in there, right? And nobody's doing anything like oh. this that I've seen. I, I don't see anybody, you know, other than, I shouldn't say nobody, the way I'm doing it in terms of like covering all your areas, but there are companies out there like Peloton that are gamifying your physical health um, in terms of, you know, they're making it fun and addictive. Like, I mean, it's become a, it's become a, Peloton is like a, a movement. Insane right yeah it's, it's like the, the apple iphone and there's a reason and my this is no coincidence in my because they've, they've they've done exactly what i'm saying here which is but just for one core your physical health they figured out how to get you addicted and want to work out versus ah, i gotta go to the gym right yeah dude that's beautiful because yeah you're taking something that look we're addicted to our phones they've it's 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 what's happening but why not take that and use it for good and create that, that the addiction for something that's positive at bettering your life. I love that, man. And I just, I, I think it's so important and you can probably agree that somebody is always missing one of those core areas. You know, they could be good in four or three of them, but they're just there. If there's one that's not together, then usually it kind of brings down the ship, right? That's exactly right. You got to have the balance. It, the balance is, is a key point. Point. And, and in the in the game, if you if you're not balancing them, if you're not firing on all cylinders at, at a certain point, you know you start slow and there's low expectations. But as you mm. start to go, uh, because you will, you'll fly off to into the wrong galaxy over towards the wrong planet, you know. And and we we tend to focus on the career and finance core is tends to be like number one for like every for for most people, especially younger people that are hungry, and that's okay. And you know I. I always tell people, you don't have to be firing on all cylinders every single day. Like you don't have to hit the gym. You don't have to buy your white flowers. You know, you know, like, but in general, you want to have a balanced life where you're not neglecting completely these other areas, mm -hmm. right? Like, and proactively schedule these things like making time for your friends versus just liking their picture on Facebook. That's not the same thing. You're not going to get the same um, warm and gushies out of it, right? Um, date night with your wife, uh, making sure like each morning if you've got kids, like I, I spend half an hour with my kids every single morning before they go to school. It's like our ritual, it's our routine. And again, these are habits. And so it's like just getting this stuff 
it's, it would have been just as easy for me to not spend half an hour with them and, and to start doing emails. And then I don't see them. And then all of a sudden it's like something's lacking. In my life. Something doesn't mm-hmm. feel right. Right. So all this stuff I'm doing is based on these universal principles, these books that I've read, the things that I've tried out in my life and seen that have worked and have read like a thousand times over, you know, in different ways. At the end of the day, a universal principle, it's been around since the beginning of time. We'll be around till we're done, till we destroy ourselves. You can hang your hat on it. Like don't, don't, don't try to beat the system. Don't try to cheat and take a shortcut. Just build your life on these things mm. and build your habits around them. And you will be happy. Period. Yeah. Love it, man. Where can people find you and check you out and learn more about your work? I know you got a quiz. Tell us where the best place to find you is. So my website um, at the top. And then at the top, it, it shows uh, like my, my social media links and stuff. We have a few fun pages that you get this type of stuff I'm talking about. Um, and then, yeah, on, on the, at the top of the website, there's a, uh, I think it's called core life evaluation quiz. It says core life evaluator. Click on that. And it's just a real simple little quiz. It'll tell you where you stand currently and the five main areas of your life. Um, and then it'll give you a little bit more on the course. And then I have this ebook that you can also get to kind of just start, like it starts with that back to the future exercise I mentioned earlier, where you kind of just say, okay, what do I really want at the end of the day? And then I help you kind of get started, start building it. And then obviously the app. Uh, oh, you can sign up for the app as well. There's a Gamify Your Life tab at the top. There's an app tab. Um, it says when beta comes out, be notified. It'll be free. So you'll get an email with that. Um, and then that's going to be a big game changer in terms of my system and helping people. I'm going to plug that right in. So that'll be like your accountability partner that you have every day holding you accountable. Because it's really hard to hold ourselves accountable. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm excited to check it out, man. That's uh, it's important work you're doing. And, you know, I really appreciate you coming on the show and, and sharing that because you have created this success and now you're really helping people create that, the true success and happiness and what you're doing is awesome, man. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Right on brother. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Lance, for having me. Yeah, brother. Thanks everybody. You guys feel called to do so go leave us a review. It's always appreciated. If you aren't subscribed to the podcast, Subscribe where you love to listen to it the most. We're also available on YouTube. So take away from this episode, change your habits, change your life, focus on your habits.